0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports Talk It Is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. I'm
2: not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I've never
1: heard of that before. No. And Chris Ello. It's like a <laughs> jersey and it's like a potograph.
3: Things that you have made up.
1: It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Right now
2: on 97.3 The Fan. We slide into the 4 o'clock hour, two hours in the can, two hours to go here at Cathedral Catholic High as the Dons get ready to take on the Saints in a 7 o'clock matchup here at Cathedral High. And listen, uh, this is a rivalry. It's a big-time rivalry between the two teams, although the Saints number one in the county this year. They got a nice basketball squad. We take you... Uh, up to 6 o'clock, um, but we promised that we would get to this John Harbaugh sound, uh, and I think Scraby is finally located I there.
4: did, yes. My computer finally started working, but John Harbaugh, after the first I quarter. I have a feeling that the computer was working all along. No, Scraby just, was not he, able he was just to fumbling it, it Tony over was there. was yeah, just fumbling, fumbling around. Tony was seeing this, the difficulties on my end. But John I think Harbaugh, Scraby
2: forgets where he put things sometimes, and then he had to kind of search it out is what my guess was. No comment.
4: Uh, John Harbaugh (laughs) was interviewed by Melissa Stark after the first quarter. And Melissa Stark, I got to say, asked some interesting questions that weren't so interesting. But John Harbaugh wanted none of it. Here is what happened on TV.
5: You told us your guys were going to be disciplined. What did you think about that last penalty? Well, I didn't like the last penalty. So what will you tell your guys defensively? Oh, we'll
2: be fine. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard-fought game out here. We're, we're going to play a good game.
5: And Tyler Huntley, with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take?
2: We'll just see how the
3: game goes, okay? Thanks.
5: Thanks, John.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: awkward. so I heard, awkward. I don't necessarily think he didn't want to do it. Yeah, her I just questions think, I just don't think,
3: exactly get a high mark from yeah, me.
2: Yeah, I, he didn't. I don't think he liked the idea of criticizing His guys in the heat of battle, especially the last one. I think that last one put him over the top. He clearly wasn't looking to make a quarterback change, even with the interception.
3: Yeah. It was a very pointed way she asked the question, too.
2: It seemed like it was very Scraby-esque, right? What? It was leading the witness. I actually
4: didn't have a problem with that question.
3: Yeah, no, well, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's your style. That, that was, was a your question style. I didn't have a problem with. <laughs> no, but he was leading the guy. He's like, the guy just threw an interception. When are you putting your back up in? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: basically <laughs> what He did <laughs> look
2: at
3: the end, though, when he was like,
4: we'll just find out how the so game let's, let's play the game. Let's he, see how it goes. He gives the, he gives the smile. Like, he, he just wants to be everywhere else but right there. Yeah, It, it I, was and you know awkward.
6: What?
3: I, I would say 90% of those guys do want to be anywhere but right true, there. True, true. I mean, I you know, look, I mean, we saw Mike McDaniel fumbling and stumbling and bumbling throughout the entire football game the other day, trying to get plays into his third-string quarterback, trying not to commit delay-of-game penalties. He didn't have time to do an interview in the middle of the third quarter of a. I mean, I the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, just stop it. Leave it alone. Let these people play the game. We can ask all the questions we want after. We don't get any other information from these players or coaches in these, during games interviews. We get nothing out of it, so stop it.
2: I, I think I think people love the idea of I guess. what you could get from uh, a player or a coach mid-game. But a lot of times, unless it's in an environment like an All-Star game, you're not really getting real stuff. No. And you never will, honestly. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, and football is a little bit different to me. I, I don't mind it in baseball, especially during the regular season. There's so many games that you can find a way to do it. In the NFL, I mean, especially in the middle of a, a, a playoff game, <laughs> let these <laughs> coaches breathe, please. It, it seems like you wouldn't you, you wouldn't get the best the best answers. know. Yeah. I mean, you
3: look at guys like Popovich, you know, and Steve Kerr, and. You know, they're trying their best because they know that the they know that even the reporter who's being assigned doesn't want to be asking the questions. So they're doing their best. It's something that's got to got to go away. I <laughs> wish it would.
2: <laughs> it's got to go away. All right, uh, Chris versus the fans coming up here. A chance to. Uh, up, win
4: my. a grand prize you want to go ahead and give them the yeah grand prize sure right? i'll do it for once guys two tickets Uh-oh. to sebastian maniscalco at the encore theater and a one-night stay at win las vegas following 19 sold-out shows in 2022 and his brand new netflix special titled is it me comedian sebastian maniscalco is set to return to the iconic encore theater at win las vegas with his brand new residency on march 3rd and 4th may 27th and 28th tickets are on sale now at
3: ticketmaster.com all right. So and you did that so well. I think you had to read
2: it. <laughs> I think we might have to designate him. <laughs> Maniscalco. We're going to designate you as the down. reader from right, now on. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. Let's get it.
1: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me. This guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
4: All right. The rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, if you get it wrong and Chris Wait, gets it right, there's, a, there's people many, walking by. How I many mean, times uh, have just, we read this? Uh, about a million. A million about a, times? About a million. Yeah, you but he's <laughs> only read it a half a million times for somebody walking yeah, past Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, my ADD has been out of control the past he month. He got distracted
3: by somebody walking Someone past Someone walked by it. and I looked up like I wasn't reading anything what, on the radio. What, what
2: was it? Uh, ball.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, like
2: squirrel. (laughs) Squirrel,
4: that's what it was. Uh, So if you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win, and we have all of our players already on the line. Tony, master of ceremonies. Let's
2: get to it. Steve out in Bonita. Welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Steve. Here we go. First question. what legendary Dallas Cowboy wore the number 22
6: hmm.
1: Bob Hayes Bob Hayes
3: It's uh. not correct
4: There's two Well <laughs> is Bob Hayes in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> But when you when you think of legendary Dallas Cowboys Bob number Hayes. 22. You know who Bob, I thought of?
3: You know who I thought of? Who? Bob Hayes. Steve. All right, it's correct. But
2: I was looking for Evan Smith. If they if they <laughs>
1: both were 22 and they played for the Cowboys, I'm
2: fine with that. Steve, I loved your answer only because it causes chaos it does. here. <laughs> it does. That is awesome cuz I knew as soon as Chris's face I saw lit up, I, I was like, oh, he must be 22 as well. Yeah, I saw it too. I saw it too. But, yes. <laughs> Ding. Steve, you move to the next round. Let's go to question number two.
3: I was thinking, I was going, but that's kind of a tough question for a number one. Bob Hayes, not too many people yeah, know
2: dude, that. Definitely. Emmitt Smith. In basketball, how many seconds do you get in the key before a whistle is called? Great. Ding. Three Correct in the key. Again. Three in the key. Sometimes it could be five or six depending on uh, who's in the key. I'm pretty sure I've seen Shaq yeah. stand I, I, there the for ten seconds. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number three, your chance to qualify for that grand prize. Who was the first player to score 200 touchdowns in his career? Jerry, you right. Look at you, Steve. Ding! Way to go, Steve. We nice. don't even need to play wow. the game today. Wow. That is crazy. Phenomenal.
3: Just yeah. rolled right on through. He even got Bob Hayes. I mean, that,
4: you know, I love Steve because he saved my questions, but I also love Steve because he uh, he made me honest on Bob my questions. Bob
2: Hayes, gravy's face, his jaw almost hit the table. And he, he, couldn't
4: he couldn't wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, yeah. I mean. Steve, you're going to be, uh, Maddie's going to get your information and we're going to qualify you for this trip to Vegas. Hang on on the line,
2: Steve. Since we have a a few minutes, uh, Chris, we, we might as well broach this, uh, Lamar Jackson situation a little deeper. Okay. I mean, he has played it. He has basically bet on himself the entire time. Uh, he is negotiating his own contract from, from what I gather, Mm um, it sounds like it, this injury he had is a, a legitimate injury. Seems to be, um, but let's put that aside. Where where does the answer lie, right? Because you could argue that man, that was stupid of Lamar. He didn't take that contract. Uh, but what has happened since they lost, or since they uh, since he went down, is they haven't been the same football team by any stretch of the imagination. That's the question is: If you're the Raven, do you think? There's another quarterback out there that can provide what he can provide.
3: I don't think there is, yeah. and and I don't think the Ravens can honestly think that there is. But somebody in my mind, and I have no idea because I'm not there, but in my mind, somebody did or said something that ticked off Lamar Jackson. I, I it could have been in house, could have been one of the team doctors saying, hey, he could do this when he can't do that. You never know exactly what it is.
2: I have my but suspicions. It,
3: but, but, yeah, and you, you've been around teams and understand that stuff better than I do. I just think that something ticked him off. I, I, I thought it was very telling that he wasn't at the game the other night. Uh, sure, it was a cold sideline. But if you really cared about your guys and your teammates, you'd bundle up and stand over there on the sideline. I think you would. Um, I, I was very surprised that he didn't even make the road trip with them. But I, I shouldn't have been surprised because he's been boycotting the Ravens ever since this whole thing started. So it,
2: it, it doesn't get by me that you know there was a bunch of different reports during the course of the season uh, in terms of where negotiations were at, what he was supposedly asking for, and at one point. I think Lamar was triggered by one of them and responded to a a uh, a fan and later he would apologize about it. Yeah. But he's been pretty buttoned up about this whole thing the entire time other than giving his <laughs> giving his own injury report. Yeah. And those type of things lead me to believe that at the end of the day he is not um he is not pleased with the things that have leaked out. Yes. And maybe you're right. Maybe he is. Uh, putting up some type of a a boycott in terms of dealing with the organization.
3: I just don't know whether how they're going to fix it. A lot of people say it's repairable. I'm not so sure that it is. I wonder also, Tony, is it one of those situations where when you're negotiating your own deal to Lamar Jackson, rather than having a go-between, that it can get a little sticky sometimes? I mean – this, is, whenever, the, this is the benefit
2: of having the go-between.
3: That's the whole idea of having the go-between. So the, the agent can call the organization, and then the the organization can say, well, well, he's not worth that kind of money. At least they can speak that to the agent rather than directly to the player. That's that's. I wonder that's if that point. has something to do with the it, you know, while he's trying to negotiate if, the, if something's been said that's upset him. Did you read what was on his Instagram story, I, I, Tony? I, I
2: did read what, it, what was on his Instagram, and, and I'll read it to, to everybody here. As I pull it up, he says, "The um, Mar says on his Instagram, when you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take it. You don't take a chance. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it because when you take care of something good." That good thing takes care of you too. Wonder he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it lines up with exactly Chris his and I neighbor, are talking about. His neighbor. <laughs> Just saying, it was cryptic. I mean, there was no. It wasn't like a big Ravens picture in the background with under the caption or something like that. But I mean, I think you get the gist of it. At well, least,
3: I'm hoping that it will go to the Dolphins. Honestly, I know that the I know that the Dolphins are very you know coming out now. Their general manager came out yesterday. Two is, and our, guy. Two is our guy going forward. I, they still have to have some questions in the back of their mind whether he's going to be healthy and be able to stay healthy. If they don't, they're not being realistic about it. To me,
2: that is the question. I, I don't think it's about – because at one point, it was about ability. Right. Can it's he, not about it's that. It's not about ability. No. It's about these concussions and can he stay on the field. Yeah. So it it's, has it's, you have it's a to legitimate have a question too
3: of course it is and that's why i would rather remove the question frankly <laughs> and just bring lamar jackson down to his hometown and let him quarterback that talented miami offense but uh, i don't i just don't know if he's going to be staying in baltimore i don't know where a good fit is for him exactly i haven't really started looking around the league but this this relationship seems like it's very close to being beyond repair. It's,
2: it certainly seems like it's teetering. Like it it, it, it is. could go one way or the other real yeah. quickly here. So uh, we'll, we'll sit back like the rest of you guys and, and wait to see what happens. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, more Gwen and Chris on the way. Before we come back, you'll hear a little bit of traffic.
1: In a given month,
0: over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Welcome back to the program. 420 is the time. Chris Ella, Tony Gwynn Jr., Gwynn and Chris continuing here on 97.3 The Fan. Broadcasting live today from Cathedral Catholic High School. Just outside the uh, Don Sports Hall of Fame and the uh, gymnasium where inside tonight the uh, Cathedral Catholic Dons will be taking on St. Augustine and the Saints and a uh, great rivalry basketball game, and we're glad to be a part of it here today. JV game will be getting underway a little bit before the uh, 7 o'clock tip-off tonight, and uh, you should get out there and support your local high school team. Go out and see a basketball game. You'll have some fun. I guarantee that. If you don't come to the Cathedral Saints game tonight and you're in La Mesa, East County, go out to Helix High School.
2: Watch my, ma- watch my man, Chris me. You
3: can yell at me, get
2: up and tonight. down the
3: court. And don't, don't think that somebody won't yell at me now because I just said that. <laughs> somebody,
2: I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure people notice you a little bit. Somebody now,
3: huh? will probably yell tonight. Uh, most likely the Valhalla coach. He's uh, he's he's pretty notorious. Uh, but no, we'll have some fun tonight. And uh, high school basketball, great to be a part of all of that. Want to remind you, the uh, NFL within the Huddle uh, podcast, uh, former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger, NFL insider Jason Locken for a team up. With the man who pulls no punches, Mr. Carl Dukes, they will take you around the league, give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter most, dive deep uh, on the matchups that determine who wins and loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday follow In the Huddle. It's on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We've talked plenty of NFL today, of course. The wake of the super wild card weekend and the NFL divisional playoff round coming up Saturday. It'll be Jacksonville against Kansas City. It'll be the Giants against Philadelphia, and then on Sunday, it will be San Francisco and Tampa Bay following Buffalo, Cincinnati. So, should be uh, four more great games coming up this weekend. Your guy LeBron James got to the uh, thirty-eight thousand point mark over the weekend. Tony, only the second player in NBA history to do so, and uh, it was another. I, I you know the Lakers are just they're snake bitten a little bit right now. They they're are. they're playing great games game after game after game, but Joel Embiid and James Harden made the plays down the stretch for Philadelphia. On I guess it was Saturday night. I watched that game. James
2: Harden uh, hit hit a couple big threes at Ugh. the end of that game. Embiid, uh, his mid range game was was it's automatic. Was, was, I mean for a big man uh, to shoot the ball that. Well, I mean, I'm at these balls are not touching any rim as they Absolutely. go in. No. Uh it was a um, tough loss. They bounced back against a, a poor Rockets team They get a victory, a much needed one after losing two close ones in a row. Uh but LeBron James, it was funny listening to uh I forget the kid's name, uh, Smith Jr. was on they, they caught him on the hot mic telling LeBron that in his LeBron's first game, his pops was on on the floor playing against him. Oh yeah. And it, and you could just see LeBron like cycling through his 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 Rolodex of games trying to remember. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I think it came to him. I think the young man asked him, "Am I making you feel old right now?" That's and his, I, and that I thought I thought about my career and all the dudes that I at one time made feel old. Right. And I'm thinking now, this is LeBron James who I watched his very first game in the NBA as an 18-year-older. 18-year-old, or 18-year-old. Is now receiving that question from players who've seen him play. It, I remember,
3: I remember his first game in Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah, right with the Cavaliers. How, how, what is what is year is this for LeBron? Twenty. I think it's. Has close. he gotten to twenty? He's thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight. Right? So he's got to be, be yeah, 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 20, yeah, 18, yeah. yeah. Nineteen or twenty years. Uh, meanwhile, the Chicago Bulls. I only bring this up because they got to get a better agent. The Bulls do. Right here in the middle of the season, they've played like forty some odd games now. They're on a plane today to Paris, France. Ah, oh, yeah. And they're playing a game against the Detroit Pistons on Thursday in Paris, and then they just turn around, come back home, and resume their schedule. Now the Pistons are in the same boat, of course. But how can you allow that to happen? I, I look. I understand trying to promote your game overseas. I understand, you know, playing elsewhere in NBA Europe, and the game is global, et cetera. Play the game at the beginning of the season. Let them come back and reacquaint themselves with the U.S. and back in right in the middle of the season. Going over there to play a game that just seems really unfair.
2: It does, especially. I mean, in the middle of the season, you're about to take flight to Paris. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's 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 not conducive. And it would be different if they were going to come home and play the very same team that they just flew out to Paris with. No, they're just going to return. Gonna, they're
3: going to resume their schedule, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, a couple of days after and play whoever they play next. I, I just I, think that's crazy.
2: I did see some good news from the Bulls. I actually saw Lonzo Ball running on a treadmill. Seems like he's starting to <laughs> to crank up. And he I was not I was, I'm honestly was concerned. Like, at one point he said he couldn't run or jump. And yeah. now he's able to at least do that. Um, that's got to be uh, at least up some positive for the yes, game, man. Yes, maybe
3: there's some hope for him to come back. I know DeMar DeRozan's missed the last three or four games with a – I think it's a quad injury. But in the NBA, I mean, that's expected now, that you're going to play some games without your star players. Um, that's just the way it is. I, You know, watching the NBA, though, watching that Lakers 76 your game the other night, I'm struck again, Tony, by the fact that nobody is in the paint. You talked about Embiid. He's your center. He doesn't even ever step foot in the paint right. on a possession. Right. The only time a player goes into the paint in the NBA is if they're driving the basketball to the hoop. And it's incredible how talented these are guys are. I don't know what you can do defensively to try and slow down this attack. And where was the NBA not as talented 20 years ago that guys couldn't run offense like this and they needed their teammates to get open? Because guys don't even need their teammates to get open anymore.
2: I think the creativity... In today's game, is is superior? Is that I, it? I, I think so. I, I think yeah. the, I think the athlete. I think the basketball minds look at the game differently than they did in the seventies and the eighties. Um, I think part of the reason why they don't necessarily they only want only at the most one big body in the paint is because these athletes are so athletic and their skill set is based on. Being able to slash and shoot, basically, and um, if you got people in the paint clogging it You're up, in way. You, you you can't you can't utilize those weapons as as efficiently.
3: Yeah, it's it's just remarkable to watch these guys play, and the shoot the three pointer like it's a, a layup. Uh, you know, I just get amazed watching uh, NBA basketball and how it's changed, but how remarkably skilled these guys are. They absolutely do not miss shots no matter what the defense is for them. And I know that I've talked it over with a lot of the coaches I hang out with, and they say, well, it's all the rules, and they've changed the way you can't guard anybody, you can't touch anybody. I don't even know if the bad boy Pistons anymore could stop these teams. I know that the the bad boy Pistons would tackle these guys and commit a bunch (laughs) of stupid fouls. And Rodman and Lamebeer and Dumars. They wouldn't
2: make it out of the first half.
3: But I don't think they would still – I still don't think they'd be able to slow these teams down. I mean, the the way Harden and the way Westbrook and the way DeRozan and just – I'm just trying to come up with guys. But every single team in the league has three guys that can absolutely get to the rim and dunk on any play. I'll
2: give you an example of how different things are. There was a time where – when you shot when you took off for a layup they wanted you to not jump off of the same leg that you were laying the ball up so if i'm laying it up with my right i'm jumping with my left okay that has now evolved into basically however you can get the ball in the hoop if that means jumping off the wrong leg to create some separation so you could use that off knee to keep shield the the defender from coming you do it. It's not as frowned upon. It's not frowned upon at all. Actually, now it's actually <laughs> a, a good offensive play, and uh, it's it's the game has evolved so How so much. How about the
3: handling of the basketball too, Tony? It's different. I mean, you're talking everybody about everybody
2: can handle the ball. You're talking
3: now. about Joe Embiid. He's seven feet. They never used to let a seven footer even touch the ball unless he was going to shoot it. No,
2: you you they didn't want you to they didn't even want you as a seven footer or somebody in the paint to even really be dribbling unless it was ever in the post to back somebody down, right? That's it. Now yeah. now they can trust these guys to bring the ball up to court at times.
3: No problem. The only guy I think who played in the seventies who could play in the NBA now I'm not kidding, Pete Maravich. He's the only guy I've yeah, ever seen that had time. a handle that could that could make it in this league right now because the handle these guys have is just beyond belief right so it's incredible come watch a high school game tonight come watch these kids play at saints and cathedral catholic Uh, they'll impress you with the skill they have let me tell you uh, refereeing these games over the last 10 years tony i have seen just how good high school kids have gotten and i give them all a ton of credit because i know that i know that they have to work on their games to get as good as they are and the way they handle and the way they shoot they're pretty remarkable,
2: too. I mean, I, I think the, this generation has been influenced by the Mamba mentality. Like, they, they enjoy working almost to the detriment sometimes, right? Because when we were young, it was, hey, go out. You, you get better by going out and playing, going out and playing, go to open court, go play. Now, you know, a lot of these guys have skill coaches, and the skill part of it is honed in. But now transferring it into game situations and learning how to pick your spots to do it, um, that becomes that's more of the issue now. But they have all seem like they have the skill set to go in and, and do it. You
3: know what the one thing that I see at the lower level, I'm talking high school and college as opposed to the NBA, that no matter how much skill you have as a younger player, it's still not that easy, is the step-back jumper. Yeah, and no. you see guys in the NBA – They'll jab step. They'll take two steps back, lean back, swish. Step in, step back jumper, three-pointer, swish. You see college kids try to do it. You see high school kids try to do it. It's not as easy as they think. I think because – It's amazing to watch the difference because you know that they're seeing that play and they want to work that into their repertoire, but it's just too hard of a
2: shot for them to make. What what they don't get to see, right, you you probably see more skill stuff from – the the pros now off season stuff than you ever have. But what they don't see is how incredibly strong these guys are in the weight room. Right. You look at a guy like Steph Curry and by all accounts seems small on an NBA court, check what that guy's that guy's uh squat is. Check what his deadlift is. Like these dudes are incredibly strong, which allows them to be able to hitch fadeaway jumpers, yeah. not inside, not, not within 15, 20, not in 15, 16 feet. <laughs> We're talking about 30, <laughs> right? You're seeing Dame Lillard come across half court and not have to heave it up there. He's taking a regular jump shot yeah. because he has incredible strength. These guys, I will say that that's what's different, most different about today's athlete than maybe in the 70s. These guys are much more in tune with their oh, bodies. Yeah. And, and what they need to do in order to be their best version of themselves.
3: Steph made one of those behind the back, between the legs, then step back, <laughs> fall away, three-pointers
2: with no, the other With day. no effort, though. No
3: effort at all. I mean, It's just, incredible. It, it's remarkable. All right, we'll take a break from Cathedral Catholic High School. More to come, including Scraby's Big Five, when Gwen and Chris continues.
2: Tony Gwynn Jr., Chrisello, Matt Scraby.
3: I got to tell you how tough it is to be Scraby.
2: What? This no. is
3: how tough it is to be Scraby. The poor guy is trying to behave himself today. Brings a lovely spinach salad out I here. Did. Oh, I should put <laughs> that to away. Cathedral Catholic <laughs> High School. I did to have as his lunch. I, I mean, did very. I mean, you can't Spi- get a whole spinach. Of, spinach. It's even healthier than lettuce. Yeah. I mean, he brings a spinach <laughs> brings salad. Spinach. Yet he put ranch dressing on it, and Tony and I got all over his case. I mean, I, yeah, like Chris <laughs>
4: said, I'm trying to be healthy,
3: and I, I did. I did look at the portion of
4: ranch that I put on there because I know that you can overdo it with ranch. Well, you and, didn't it, overdo it, it but and, and,
2: and you didn't think you overdid it. No, I now, didn't. So I, I would. Cause I would say if by the time you're done with the salad, if you could stick your hand in there and sop up the rest of the, the, the sauces. And I would say that you went a little too far. Let me see. And I got to believe that see. you can
3: sop up the sauce. I don't think you can sop
2: okay. up the it's, sauce. It's, oh, I'm pretty not sure as, you can. It's not as bad as it looks when, it, when it's closed. But – so it was almost a well-executed meal.
3: Almost. almost. Next time we're gonna get him some balsamic
2: vinaigrette. <laughs> man. And then he's gonna really be good to
4: go. You guys would be mad at the the uh, turkey sandwich I made on the way down here. All kinds of mayonnaise. Was on
2: there mayonnaise there? dripping no, no off mayonnaise. the side? No, no
4: mayonnaise. No. no mayonnaise. Good no. for you. I'm really trying, guys. You turned you turned the corner here, off man. the mayonnaise. You know you know why? Because I went and threw my closet. and I got rid of a bunch of clothes. And I put a bunch of clothes on that I've never worn before. That still had the tags, and they didn't fit. And are I'm you
2: like, a, are you a never worn type of guy with tags? These were still? gifts
4: that people did not know how fat I was at the <gasps> time that they got those gifts for me. So, I they, so
2: you never had to, You didn't really want to try it on at that time.
4: I did try it on it probably didn't fit that's why I got put in the closet and then the the goal of I will fit into this one day oh, is still there it's I can still tell, there listen
2: I, I, can I tell, used to try that too I, can tell you, I'll I can just tell. put this off for
3: 6 months and I can't wait to wear it 6 it months smaller. later you like I was
2: going to tell you from I don't know all what my I'm wasting own experience space with I have yet to be able to reach that Me goal. Me neither. Never been <laughs> able to fit.
3: I have never once been able to fit back into something.
2: <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm not saying it can't happen. Yeah. I'm still trying to make it happen. Yeah. But I have been unsuccessful to this point. I'm <laughs> pretty
3: it's sure it's not going to happen <laughs> if you're anything like me, and I
4: know you are. Well, it's because I put too much ranch on the spinach, <laughs> so I'll well, we'll never get there. That's what
2: we're trying to say, man. That's what we're saying. You know what
4: happens when you get older, guys? Your metabolism slows down.
2: Your putabolism or metabolism?
4: No, putabolism <laughs> slows down or metabolism. Yeah, yeah no, it, it definitely
2: does. Definitely does. Um, pretty, it's one, pretty one of the most dealer. unfortunate parts about getting old.
3: Yeah, because I it, yeah, No kidding. The rest of it's hard enough. Right. At least your metabolism <laughs> could speed up. <laughs> get one break.
2: You, you would like to think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scraby's got a big five to get to. Before we do so, let's check some traffic. <laughs>
1: If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp, but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Right.
2: Two more two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward. Madela, the a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer reported by Port Chicago, Illinois.
4: Get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason LaConfora team up with the man who pulls no punches, Carl Dukes. They take you around the league and give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter most and dive deep on the matchups that determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're
3: going to go through these. Or you could have just listened to what I said 20 minutes ago when I read that. I, was I in
2: the restroom? <laughs> no, you were there. Was so, I eating my salad? You might have been eating your salad. Well,
4: you were sopping why. up ranch <laughs> dressing. Well, that's <laughs> why. I was so... <laughs> I was not <up laughs> sopping <laughs> up anything. Um, but I'm just glad that we're giving uh, Brian Baldinger and In the Huddle a couple extra mentions. Yeah, I, I, I wonder <laughs>
2: how your boss feels about that. I'm
4: sure he's okay with it. Better than <laughs> us not reading <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, Maddie, let's get to the first one.
1: Number five.
4: Local blackout restrictions for Major League Baseball games have left fans furious in recent years, including myself, but that could be changing very soon. Commissioner Manfred has appointed Billy Chambers to try and work on the local blackout issue for users of MLB TV or the package on cable. Blackout restrictions are designed to protect local TV partners so fans can watch that broadcast instead of streaming the game. However, with streaming being the preferred choice of viewership for many now, Major League Baseball is trying to fix the current setup. So, Chris, you're up first for Commissioner Manfred. How much of a priority should this be? Uh, Never mind.
3: Just don't even do it. Don't stream? Don't stream. Because <laughs> people like me can't figure it out. Well, I don't even understand where the problem is. You talk about local broadcast I watch the local okay. broadcast no, every no, night. No, no. no so but I you're don't watching understand. it
4: you're watching it on TV on your cable. You yeah. can't use the MLB TV to watch in the city. So because if I they subscribe to, watch to
3: MLB TV and you don't have cable and I
4: don't have cable, then cannot I can't watch, watch the Padre. Because game. they're forcing you to go to the TV station that is in they're your town. They're
3: forcing me to go to the TV yes. right, Well, look, I mean, you got to protect the people that pay all that money, though, don't you? Great yeah. question. I mean, don't you have Great to protect answer. the people that I, I guess, I mean... I don't know. I mean, no, Bally yeah. probably play pays a pretty nice I'm piece sure in order to broadcast sure those do. Padre games. So that's all they're doing, it sounds like, is protecting them. I, I understand the fans' point of view. They want to watch the game under any circumstance. But that's a tough. it's a tougher one than it appears on the surface. I'll just say that. All right, I'll Tony, let Tony try to sort
4: uh, through be, it. Before, How much
2: of a priority should this be? Before, I just want to ask uh, the lovely Maddie if you could turn the background music up a little bit. Oh, Tony So I can it. really get yeah. into this. There we, go. There, we go. Um, there we go. This is a this is a tough one because, as Chris said, uh, you the Major League Baseball does need to uh, protect the folks who invested in their product. Yeah, and this is really the only way to do it. Otherwise, people would just stream it on their we. That's the age we live in now. There'd be no reason, be to, be watch no TV, reason right. to watch the Except TV. there be no reason to watch the TV. Except for
3: old folks like me right. who would need to watch so, the so, TV in order to see the it's game. It's a
2: much smaller pool of people, That's right. right. Uh, so in, in one way, at least during the current contracts that they have, they need to fulfill that. Now, once it ends, all yeah. bets are off. Right. You, then you, you can charge
3: accordingly. You can
2: charge accordingly because it's clear that, uh, at least the rumbling is, that Bally which was formerly Fox, right, hasn't quite been able to monetize or make this whole betting thing work the way I think it was first thought when Bally bought these teams. But bought pretty much more about half, maybe mm-hmm. more than half of the team. They do now. at
3: least half of the broadcasts. Right. So, baseball, basketball, and, hockey, and everything. And the
2: idea was that you'd be, you'd be able to have the gambling up there while you're But that hasn't – they haven't figured that out at this point. And so – Major League Baseball is left asking themselves after this contract is up, is it worth going down that path or do we go straight to streaming as the NFL has done? So um, I I think for the time being to answer your question, yeah, uh, Rob Manfred has to find a way to protect the TV folks that paid a boatload of money to have these games.
4: And by the way, I don't think YouTube TV, this may have changed, but last week when we talked about it, I was notified that you can't watch. Valley Sports is not on YouTube TV, so you're not able to watch uh, the Padres games at home. That's what you, you people YouTube get TV. for streaming out there.
3: YouTube TV is kind of a cable service. I'm not getting paid to say this, but everybody go back to cable. Chris, Chris
6: doesn't want to deal with learning how to use the streaming.
4: All right, let's go to the next. Terrestrial TV, please. (laughs) Sean Payton is being interviewed by any team that has an open head coach job right now in the NFL. Those teams are going to have to pay up, though. Because the Saints still own his rights, Peyton was on the herd with Colin Cowherd and said, "quote I think the compensation for the Saints would be a mid or later first round pick." That's what, that's what. That's what. That's Sean what Payton, Sean Payton said. He, he is valuing himself <laughs> on, on the herd. Um, that's hilarious, Tony. Where do you think the best fit for Sean Payton is?
2: <sighs>
0: we got he, Denver.
2: He's got. A, he's got. He's got some options.
0: Uh, possibly well, LA.
2: Well, here's the thing. What what, where is his best fits in terms of the places that are open? Yes. Oh, okay. So who is that? That's
4: Denver, Carolina, uh, Chris Arizona, Romeo, Arizona. Uh, possibly the Chargers. If they no, give they're it a not Brent in Staley. there right now.
2: So I'm not even going to worry about that. Um, there's, there's only like one or two more, right? Yeah. Um, I would say it's Denver. I know he just met with the Texans. That was another oh, one. Texans, yeah. Um, I would say of the choices that are available to him right now, If he is interested in winning the moment he steps on, I think it's Denver. I don't think... The Cardinals are close enough. No, Cliff Kingsbury's in Thailand. Yeah, he he, got he fired, said, peace. So. Don't ask me he's to never be an back. offensive coordinator. <laughs> I'm out. Um, well, he's
3: making like $50 million
4: over the next five years. There's the problem so with that is well, you have to at least try and seek employment according what, to his contract to get paid that.
2: What is it? What is it? Don't call me. I'll call you. Yeah, yeah, that's
4: yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. at right now. But anyway, Sean Payton, That's um, fit. You yeah, think I, I think it's
3: Denver. All right. Chris, what do you think? I don't know, but it's Sean Payton's pretty smart to put himself in the position he is. I mean, stepping away from the yeah. Saints was genius. It was, and now coming back and and being you know on the bid like this is it's amazed him. Uh, I, I will say this: before you don't get Sean Payton because you're worried about giving up too much collateral. Remember how much the Patriots had to give up to get Bill Belichick one time? How's that, how how, that well worked was that? out? It's worked out fair. What for was them. the compensation? Oh my goodness! It was first a polo, round pick yeah, money, all kinds oh, of geez. things. Yeah, there was a ton of stuff. So, right. anyway, I you know I don't know if Sean Payton's going to be Belichick. Has Sean
2: Payton already been traded once? Yeah, been Not traded. Has no, he he, already, his
3: what? Fir- wasn't his first head coaching job at the Saints?
2: Somebody else. I, I feel- think he
3: was. Yeah, he came from Dallas. Dallas. Didn't he yeah, yeah, have to? He wasn't head coach there. He yeah, he was a safeties coach at San Diego State way back when. He was, A yeah. lot of people don't know that. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I don't really can't tell I'd say Cardinals just because I think Kyler Murray gives him a nice weapon, but I don't know for sure.
4: All right. Number three. Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins is not happy with how Sunday night ended up against the Bengals. He said, quote, I should be the guy. I'm a guy who feels like if I'm on the field all the time, I can help this team win. And I wasn't. It's the playoffs. Why am I not out there? 12 carries. It's the playoffs. He uh, went on to say he was actually asked by uh, reporters if the team would have won if they had Lamar Jackson. He said, quote, if if we had Lamar, we would have won, too. So. His quote is being thrown out there like he just offered that up, but he was asked.
3: Chris, is J.K. Dobbins out of line? No, he's not out of line, um, but I would like to ask him something. Where the hell were you all season when I needed you to help me win my fantasy football <laughs> league, J.K.? I didn't a see you out there. I didn't see you out there, this J.K., when this I needed you for this about true. eight <laughs> weeks of my fantasy football season, so I don't feel sorry for you now that you finally got healthy and you want the ball uh, We talked about Turned this a little earlier. earlier. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but when you're in the heat of the battle, even an hour, half hour after the game, somebody's asking you a question like this, and you're a competitor like that guy. You wanted to have the ball and take it in for the winning touchdown. 100%. And it didn't happen. So we get criticized or we criticize these athletes because they give us stock answers. But when they don't give us a stock answer, we then criticize we criticize them, them <laughs> for, the for telling us too much. <laughs> yeah. So you can't 100%. have it both
4: ways. Tony, J.K. Dobbins out of line?
2: Uh, is J.K. Dobbins out of line? No, I don't think he's out of line. I think he, as Chris said, he wanted an opportunity to give his ch- give his team a, 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 a window into the next round and – they didn't give it to him. Not only did that give him, he had twelve carries on the game during for the entire and all game. all Twelve carries were pretty good. Were good They're really yeah. good. And, yeah. and, and, and so, yeah, I, I feel his pain now. I have a ton of respect for John Harbaugh. So, you know, I, I, ultimately, you trust his game plan. It didn't work out, um, but I don't I don't fault J.K. Dobbins for feeling the way he feels at all. As a matter of fact, I would be disappointed if if he didn't come with, you know, how he actually felt in that moment.
4: All right. Number two. Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa had quite the night Saturday night. Not only did the Chargers give up a 27 point lead, but Joey Bosa got a 15-yard penalty for something he said to the refs. He also threw his helmet to the ground in frustration. Twice. Twice. Brandon Staley picked it up once for him, and then he threw it right back (laughs) on the ground again. So, here is Joey Bosa talking to the media I would say around 24 hours after the loss.
6: I need to be more accountable for my actions, obviously, but it's uh, it's a heated game, and I'm hurting out there. I'm playing on half a leg. Um, I'm getting dragged to the ground, whatever could hurt me, along with screwing our team. <laughs> and yeah, um, maybe some of them weren't as blatant as I thought, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I think there just needs to be more accountability on. Uh, I mean, if I say something to them, I get a forty thousand dollar fine. But if they blow a call that ruins an entire team's season, they get to. They're probably back in the locker room after the game, like, I've oh got that? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, got him. Fifteen <laughs> yards, with a loser! I what a loser! Talking <laughs> back in the back. <laughs> Um, whatever power trip. Um, I'm sick of those <laughs> people, and I'm just about my third f bomb so far. Sorry, but man,
4: oof. <laughs> so that was oh, man. Joey Bosa talking about it's the so- rest Oof. I gotta give it to Joey Bosa. <laughs> you that, do? Is, that is a that is a fantastic <laughs> sound clip That's for a... multiple reasons. If
2: you could never tell me that that wasn't a hundred percent real.
4: Oh, it was real
2: in in the moment. That yeah. was wrong. What's the question?
4: The question is, uh, does Joey Bosa have a gripe, Tony?
2: I, I, yes and no. I, I actually, though, the answer is no because he kind of revealed it in his own answer. He apparently went back and looked at some of the calls. Yeah, that's my that, favorite part. <laughs> they weren't as blatant was, as I he, thought. He was pissed <laughs> off about, and it turns out they were actually closer to 50-50 calls, as, as he said. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. As, as a former player, I can't lie and say that I've never had that conversation with teammates as it pertains to umpires and what I'm thinking umpires are talking about in their locker room after a bad call, oh, after what I perceive a got bad call, got that calling. guy for fifteen <laughs> yards. Loser, that was my favorite. Part too. I can't, <laughs> I can't say that those those type of things haven't been ha- had in the conversation in my in a locker room before. However, um, as he, he as he knows, you got to be able to keep your cool in these moments. You got to be able to um, kind of get through some of the adversity without costing your team. He wasn't able to do that.
3: Uh, Chris, does Joey Bosa have a grape here? Uh, A little bit, but not enough to react the way he did. His quote is classic. I will say that. Yes,
4: we have to go to break. Uh, Number one was Live Golf. Is uh, Reports are saying that they're going to be with the CW as their chosen partner. That's a a doozy. So we don't need to talk about that. Yes, that is true. Uh, As
3: a a cable uh, subscriber, (laughs) I
4: don't know what channel that is. (laughs) Okay, neither do I, honestly. Uh, When we get back, we're going to be talking to Saints head coach Mike Hopp. He's going to be calling in before the game tonight. So that's what we'll